Welcome back to the second episode of the Organize Your Purpose podcast with me, Jet Lachey. What's up, y'all? So I'm Jet Lachey, volunteer turned solopreneur, and I'm known by a few to get the bag and I get it quietly. And <laughs> welcome back to this podcast. It is a place to talk inspiration logistics, balancing life, them coins, honey, and paying attention to the advice along the way. I'm so excited. I hope you enjoyed the first episode. I really defined, you know, what is a solopreneur and I've heard actually, um, uh, great feedback from you all. So, uh, continue sharing that. And again, if you want to spend some time, drop a line, you can email me at jetlachey, J-E-T-L-A-S-H-E-A at gmail.com. If you would want to, if you'd like to be featured as a guest, you want to talk, you have some comments. Um, you could also, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on IG, and we can continue to keep this conversation going. So first and foremost, let's just go ahead and take a collective ah, inhale, exhale. Why? Because we have a huge year coming up. This is typically the time where people are running around like, you know, trying to make sure they got their shit together for the end of the year and then jump into something new and something exciting. And, um, this is, I think a time where it's like everyone starts the new year's resolution. And now there's kind of this like anti-movement it's been going on where people are like, you know what? I don't want to have a new year's resolution because, um, I don't, I don't want to not be able to accomplish it, but I'm not going to lie. I love new year's resolutions. I'm a list person myself. I will go and write a to-do list here, a to-do list there. And so don't get me started on the beginning of the new year where I just think I'm, you know, too cool for school and we'll be out here talking about all these great things I'm about to do in the year. And I think to that, don't put too much pressure on yourself. If it's the beginning of the year and you just want to get started and you're like, look, this is something I want to do. It doesn't matter if I accomplish it, but I'm going to put my best foot forward then do it. I think there's something powerful about that because sometimes we start off with 10 things we're doing and then they just rightfully so whittle down into one or two things. And that really meant something because you exploring this random thing may lead to you, you know, going off and doing this other thing that you're really going to make an impact. So don't be afraid to use that. I'm so serious. Don't be afraid um, to use that energy and that power. Okay, so let's talk about empowerment. Today, we have a special guest, Laquasia, and we're going to talk all things empowerment. We're going to talk about, you know, uh, being fearless, even if you're shaking in your stripper boots. Uh, and sometimes you are in these caretaker roles of being kind of like Captain Sabo. <laughs> but at the end of the day, showing up for yourself. So I think that the new year is a perfect time to show up for yourself, to be there with yourself, to be fearless and be okay being afraid and going after what you want. So let's go ahead and make our way over there again. If you want to spend some time, drop a line. If you are really enjoying the gems being dropped, screenshot the podcast and tag me, Jet Lachey, J-E-T-L-A-S-H-E-A on Instagram and or Twitter or on your socials, y'all. I'll holla.
Welcome back to the soul segment, which is stories of empowered living by empowered people. We have a special guest. Hi, special guest. Hi. Would you like? Jeffrey's here. I'm so excited to be here, Jet. This is really dope. Yes. Look, I didn't even have to tell you, you was already on it. That's what I like. Question: Would you like to take a moment to uh, describe uh, your business and uh, how you bring value to other people's lives? Sure. So I am a special educator turned self-care queen. I like to say I'm the Beyonce of self-care. Because <laughs> I love her and I love yes. her at the same time. Um, e- essentially, what I do is self-care events. And, mm. you know, with the pandemic currently going on, we are all virtual. But I create these events that are really safe and high energy invigorating mm. spaces for people to just dance release yes. visualize and be a community that's my that's my story i'm sticking to it oh! <laughs> i love that so what inspired you to to do this work well like i said i'm a special educator mm-hmm. um through the special educator i um love working with my babies especially oh. students with autism or yeah. emotional disabilities and it is a stressful job. Like that's one mm-hmm. of those things. Like if you, even if you're good at it, um, it's very difficult um, working with the people, um, the children, you know, they have their days, but you can kind of manage that. But mm-hmm. sometimes it can be tough working with the adults um, and the paperwork and all the things that surround that. And I just was realizing how burned out mm. I was and a lot of other teachers. And so then I just started talking about how we could be better and show up better for our students, you know, and that eventually led to saying, oh, this isn't just teachers who need to check in on their wellness, Mm. people, period, need to check in on their wellness. Yeah. And then we went from there. Oh, I really, I love that because I've definitely heard from my friends that are also in education. They always say that they love the students, but it's just, sometimes it's like the politics. That's really the, the heaviest lift. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you get, um, there's a lot of decision makers mm. who aren't working with students. Or oh, for a very long so it's time. like a disconnect. There's very much a disconnect. And, um, you know, shout out to, shout out to all the teachers, shout out to yes. the caregivers, yep. um, shout out to the families, because it is definitely a work. And some, you know, um, I guess I should say many are called and few are chosen. Mm. <laughs> you know? mm. Say it one more time. <laughs> Like you can you can be there, and a lot of people there's boots on the ground, but um, you have to wonder if more harm than help is being done sometimes. Mm. But shout out to the people who are really putting it in there. I know some really great educators and special educators that uh, are really giving it, you know, to the students. Yeah, um, but they still deserve care and good pay. And oh respect, yes, yes. Because you know? I can only imagine, you know, just trying to take care of yourself, but then you have, you know. 10, 15, 20, sometimes 30, you know, other little people that you have to, you know, take care of and make sure that they're balanced. And is there enough time in the day, especially with the lack of uh, finances for supplies, the lack of access to things? Like it blew my mind to learn that teachers bought their own curriculum or certain (laughs) extra. Like I was like, are you serious? Like there's not like all of these businesses that write off things all the time. And these teachers are spending money out of their pocket and all this 
time because my my grandmother was a, a teacher's assistant mm. um and i remember being very young for she was a teacher's assistant for um a special ed as well mm-hmm. as uh kindergarten and so i remember all of these hours that we would spend like just like cutting out shapes and uh oh, laminating <laughs> laminating things and stuff like that so just the amount of effort it takes, you know, just to, to, to curate this learning experience. Um, so yes, more money, please. <laughs> Definitely. You know, and I think that teachers, what's exciting about now and something that has been a gift in the midst of 2020 and the pandemic is the slowdown mm. and the questioning and the awakening about what is it that we're doing and why are we doing it? You know, and are, do we want to make changes or shifts? Mm. And that was like the final straw for me. It's saying, you know, do I feel like I can be of greater service because I'm being of great service where, what I am doing as a teacher, right. you know, being um, the only black um, educator in my building. Oh, you know? oh like, wow. That had its own thing. But I'm like, um, and then being a person who is neurodiverse working mm. with students who are nervous. So it's like the understanding was different, but like, I think ultimately I'm being called to be of service in a different way, which will impact more people. And so being okay with shifting from being in the classroom and having my, you know, eight to 12 students mm-hmm. to saying, okay, I'm actually ready to have a global impact. I'm actually ready to move and shift things. I'm going to embrace yeah. that, you know, um, and I think it was it was so powerful how you were talking about you yourself being a neurodynamic as a, a, a space of visibility and yes. and being more upfront. So I think that like as you uh, are, you know, continuing to connect with more and more people, I think it is needed. I think it is necessary. I think it brings a, a, a not just. I will say new dynamic, but it's not new. It's a needed dynamic. And and now it's mm. like you're being called to something even larger <laughs> and even bigger um, and to help in all of these wonderful ways. Wow, that's that's really powerful. Do you feel like as a, um, well, let me ask you, do you consider yourself a solopreneur, someone who is kind of like mostly doing uh, a lot of the organizing and building on your own? Most definitely. I, I, you know, and with the caveat to that is that I actively collaborate yes. with others, you know, but the systems and behind the scenes, yes, definitely. Okay. Um, and I would like to expand to, um, you know, get a part-time to full-time VA. Yeah. Here, yeah. Oh, so from my Free up here. Hello. I see it. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead and delegate. <laughs> I see you, sis. <laughs> you know, I, I really think that's where it's at. And, you know, and as a black woman too, yep. that's a revolutionary act for me. Instead of trying to have Tough. all the hats and yep. do all the things. We do everything. What? Someone else can do this so that I can really be in my zone of genius more often, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely, yes, a solopreneur to, to an extent. To an extent, <laughs> yes. And I think, like, uh, you brought up a perfect point of uh, being a woman of color, being a black woman, how we're so used to being labeled and taking that on that we do everything, we can do everything. A lot of times when, like, I feel like historically we've been barred from things, we would just figure it out on our own. We'll just figure it out. You know, out. we'll take everybody with us. Uh, it's something that we do. We turn back and we take care of everybody, too. Mm-hmm. But just, like, I, I really love how there's this reclaiming now of our own wellness and self-care. And, like, mm-hmm. ah, we want to have peace. We're always bringing peace to everybody else. Right. Like, we deserve. It's a reciprocity. Yep. And, like, if 
if God, the universe creator, mm. if, if mother father wants for everyone to be well and wants people to have peace and to live in their purpose, would not they want that for me too? Mm. Like, why would I be the exception to this well of goodness mm. and joy and wholeness and wealth? Why would I be the exception? Oh my gosh. There's no way. Oh my know? gosh. Yes. Yes. So good. That's why I told, I told my husband, I said, I got my superpowers already, baby. Oh, uh, uh, you wasn't waiting for the 21st. <laughs> <laughs> you just amplify. <laughs> We got we got the 2.0. We got the download. You know, we got the iOS upgrade. Oh, I cannot. <laughs> yes, I love that. I had the the download right there. Um, I love how Ooh. you. I know I can't. I love how you mentioned collaborating, and I I feel like that is so powerful. Um, how do you go about collaborating and um, like, what has that journey been like for you? Have you found it very easy to find people to, to collaborate with? Has it been difficult? Just, you know, a mixture of things. Okay. So that is like such a beautiful, it's been such a beautiful journey mm. because I was definitely Superman, Cape on, got Captain it, Save a Home. got it, like, got it, got it. That has been- <laughs> Like for years, and like it, it's something that came up specifically in therapy. How wow. much I just wanted to save the world and and do all these things and allow like my empathy mm. and my like it allowed that to overtake me and overwhelm mm. me when that's not the way it was intended to be. Mm. That wasn't the you know the true manifestation of the gift. Yeah. So after a lot of lot of work, and I still check in with my therapist, but after a lot, which of is work, powerful, I love that. Yes, girl. <laughs> I, ch- I check it with mine too. <laughs> you have to because it's like if you are a person that pours into other people, yeah. you have to have someone to pour into mm. you. You have to. It doesn't work that way mm. that you only get spiritual downloads from one spot. Mm-hmm. You have to curate the spaces that are going to fill you. That's your message. So that's to somebody specifically. I don't know who nothing needs to hear. They, they, if you want to say it again, you can because they they need to hear it. <laughs> you, that's like that's your mission. Like that is your mm. your your mission. If you choose to accept it for twenty twenty one, is find those wells. Yes, you need multiple wells, and you deserve. So get your bucket and get over to the well. But anyway, so I um used to not really believe in collaboration. I would say it, but I would be on other people's team and never be on my own team or ask people to come aboard for the things that I needed and wanted in 2020. I don't know what shifted for mm. me, but all of a sudden I didn't feel guilt and shame Ooh, about powerful. wanting to work with people and needing people and needing people in my space and saying, I think I can do this, but you have a gift in this. You want to come in my space and do it with us? Mm. You know? And I don't I, like honestly I can't I mean I know I've been doing work and personal work and stuff mm-hmm. um but I just I don't know it was a shift just, <laughs> it was just a shift yeah, yeah it was definitely a shift and since then like I say oh I want someone who's really gonna dance and activate our body yes. and then she just pops up like it's a random connection mm. and then I say you know what I want us to nourish our body after we kind of work up a sweat and we get ready to get into the visualization visual you know what I'm trying to say. Yep, got you. <laughs> Visualization. And then um, someone else was like, oh, I got someone I want you to meet. Yes. You know, and she's in the Netherlands. Like, she's not even here. Yes, international. <laughs> yes, connections. <laughs> yes. And it was like, 
I, I'm really thankful mm. um, because I think sometimes we think that we're going to have to do all the steps. Right. And sometimes you wake up one day and the step is just, it already got built. It's already there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, what keeps you motivated doing what you're doing? What keeps me motivated is really thinking about like um, all the other like um, women folk who are out there. Mm. Who are like, should I show up? Should mm. I do this? It's my gift, you know. You know, should I take up space Ooh. with this? Do I need a degree before I talk mm. about this? Um, I think like I have an ability to be very transparent in a way that some people aren't as comfortable doing, and that's fine. But I think that uh, that transparency like allows other people to say, Oh, wait, me too? Like I can do this too. And that keeps me motivated. Like keep showing up because you're gonna like bring that little sparkle juice, a little yeah. glitter, and then someone else is going to be like, oh, okay, I'm about to stand up in my lane. And then yep. someone else will be inspired by that. Yep. You know? Because I feel like it is just that. I feel like people are so phenomenal, but sometimes they're just looking for a little, like, nod of, like, you're good <laughs> to really, yep. like, take off. It wasn't even that they needed help in anything else to get started in the process, but they just kind of needed a little, like, you deserve confirmation, yep, yep. affirmation, yep. and validation. All of them <laughs> mm-hmm. just needed a little bit of that to get started. It's so interesting how um, oftentimes people will, as like a, a Reiki practitioner, people will come to me and, mm-hmm. and they will already have their answer. And so sometimes they'll want to set up an appointment. And then from when they reach out to me, I'm like, but you already know exactly what you want and what you need. <laughs> I to have do. done that. I have done that. <laughs> You already I know. Have done that. Like, but tell me though. But let me let me dream it in. Let me know. I know. Me too. Me too. It's like it's like you started off by saying like I know I need this, this, and that, and I know I need to work on this. But da 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 da. You don't need me, another person, to tell you what you already know. Just be confident and just honestly, mm-hmm. I don't even feel like a person needs to be confident. Just, you know, take a risk. Take a risk. Mm. If you're shaking in your, your stripper heels, don't even worry about it. Just go through right. and get to the other side because like with repetition, like I would say like when I first started uh, posting YouTube videos, because I post five videos a week, I would say the first 30 to 50 videos I ever posted and I have like over like 350 now. The first 30 to 50 videos, I felt so nervous. And I'm just trying to think mm. about that, like, in this moment now where it's just like I was sitting down and feeling nervous 30 to 50 times. Mm. Now that's a word. And then just getting to the next level of being like, hey, if this camera wasn't in front of me, I wouldn't care. But I don't, like, know how the internet is. I've heard that they're crazy out there. I don't want to cause no problems. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take this risk. And most of the time, people are very nice and like it just is not in any way it's what I found was very fascinating is that there are a lot of people that you never met before who want to support you simply because yeah simply because they're looking for support themselves too and how powerful is that that it's like even like how you are um you have the work that you're doing and it even connects all the way out um, to a whole nother continent, <laughs> you know, right, how powerful right. that intention and that energy is. I just think it's uh, very beautiful and um, uh, something that continues to help. Uh, it's like when I see you shine, I feel like, oh, yeah, I feel validated it and shining myself, kind of what you were talking about. Most definitely. Most definitely. I think, 
you know that Drake line? He was like, when your idols become your rivals. Ooh! Like, just put a twist on it because definitely not any rivalry going on in these, you know, sister streets or whatever. Exactly. But it's like when you stop idolizing people and oh, saying, yep. oh, I'm them. Yeah. I'm actually them. Yeah. This is me. Yeah. You know, and then you feel more confident. But you with the videos, because first of all, your work ethic is like. Oh, girl. <laughs> so it is so stellar. But then you're saying that I did it at least 30 to 50 times scared. I'm like, oh. Okay, girl, you're gonna have to shut up and just do this. Yeah. <laughs> you better be quiet and just press play. Ooh, and just going through just, just going through that motion. And then it's funny because it's like I'll still have areas of in my life I'm working on where I'll make a thousand excuses for myself. And it's like, mm. and you know, you already, you know, uh found some like success somewhere else. Right. Why is it you can't apply it to here? Well, you know, because I have to be so disciplined here. I don't want to be disciplined here. It's like that's not a good enough excuse if you don't mm-hmm. want this, you know. For me, it has a lot to do with like nutrition because I'm always on this like like uh, eating for my microbiome, some type of nutritional mm. like aspect. Um, so sometimes I'll forget like, oh, I need to take this or I need to take that. Like I go to a functional medicine doctor. Like I do a lot of <laughs> extra shit when it comes to Ooh. my health. It's I needed that name though. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. I will okay. definitely connect you with them. Um, her name is Anka Sisu. She's in the, the Northern Virginia area. Uh, yes, yes. So don't have to travel far because I feel like the functional medicine doctors that I had uh, heard of before seemed like they were in like on the West Coast and mm-hmm. like they were really expensive. But of course, she takes, I want to say, like, um, you know, like out of pocket or FSA or, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, reasonable when it comes to functional medicine. But yes, enjoying it. And like I got to do stuff. I know now I'm going on a tangent. Good God. So now I got to do stuff that I never was able to do in like conventional medicine. Like the first thing I told her, I was like, okay, these are the issues that I'm having. Can you help me? She's like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to order you these labs. Okay. But they're like labs that you don't Ooh. typically get. And mm-hmm. so let's see. And what they found out is I had like a very uh, low, like, like extremely low magnesium count, uh, mm. vitamin B. And so for a long time, I suffered from uh, migraines for like maybe the last 15, 17 years. And mm-hmm. little did I know, like when I was doing my own little research on migraines about how people will do like a uh, CoQ10 or uh, vitamin B2, which is also called riboflavin or magnesium, I heard that people were using this as a preventative. It did not even occur to me that me having a vitamin deficiency could be the underlying cause of a lot of these things. Right. And how powerful is that? Like I've had all of these doctors, neurologists included, who, you know, it just wasn't in their, you know, purview. So they didn't have me do this. And here it is. I'm taking what these $15 pills, you know, that you just. Listen, when some vitamin D, like that was a huge thing. Like within the last five years, like we've had several like huge mental health crises within my family Mm. and then within my greater family. Mm. And one of the things that happened um, with each of the people was like the vitamin D was so dead like it was so nothing you know and they're like okay first of all (laughs) and it was a black doctor a black southern i love Mm. ellis oh my god shout her out what's her name dr persita ellis like 
when I say the auntie, and she's yes, she a military doctor. Oh, don't play she no games, into, auntie. Um, yes, and she left and went into, uh, she got wooed back to her original hospital where she did interning at okay. with more money. And I was like, I'm going to miss you. Go leave that program <laughs> because when I say that she, anyway, like that's her spiritual gift. Mm. Like there's doctors who they're technically proficient, but I feel like that was her, that's her ministry. Yes, yes. And she treated it as yes. such. But it was, um, to go back to the recent point, like, it was vitamin D was a huge part of it, mm-hmm. along with other things, you know, um, and needing, like, self-care regimens and meditation and talk therapy and all these other things. Um, but as I've talked to different family members, I'm like, okay, I'm sending you these vitamins. You want chewable or pure? Oh, my okay, gosh. You, you sound like me. <laughs> you sound like me. Anybody with an autoimmune issue, I'm like, I'm sending you this curcumin. <laughs> like, I'm sending you this. Okay, you better take yeah, it. Yeah, make sure you I'm take it. <laughs> I mean, vitamin D is like, I was looking uh, it up the other day and it's like, it's a hormone. And like, when everybody has like seasonal anxiety and depression, it makes sense. Like, especially in those seasons right. where they, we're not getting a lot of light. And I was told to double up. Like we oh, went yeah. to the psychiatrist yeah. in October and I was like, I'm so sluggish mm. I'm, and I'm not even commuting anymore. Why do I feel like this? She was like, okay, why don't we double up yeah. on what you're doing? And then, you know, these, and then X, Y, Z or whatever. And I was like, I was sitting there, I'm like, well, duh. Of course, I should double up. I'm in my house, you know, oh, and I'm thinking like, yeah. well, I'm turning on all the lights, so maybe that's enough. I'm you much better than me because I'd be like a bat in a cave. <laughs> I'd be sitting in the dark. <laughs> Shoot, that was one of the things that the therapist said. She was like, when it's the daytime, wake in your oh, house, awake in your home. Good point. Go through each room, turn on the lights. Even if you don't leave it on all day, turn on the mm. lights. You got plants in that room. Yeah. And so I go through and I wake my house up. And that helps me wake up. I love now, that. I did not do it this wake, morning. <laughs> I love that you just said that. I wake my house up. That just, I don't know. That just like, it hit different. It hit me different. Like, wake your house <laughs> up. Um, I don't know. It just gave me a little sense of inspiration. Like, because I'm really into routines. Like, if I can get my routine mm-hmm. started well, I'm good for the rest of the day. Um, and mm-hmm. so I really like that. I'm going to, um, uh, incorporate that in and meditate on that more sis, but like, yeah, yeah. dropping gyms, yeah. dropping the gyms. <laughs> Hello. Dropping the gyms. Well, I really appreciate all this time that you have, uh, spent with me and with us today. Uh, can you give us just one takeaway or one piece of advice? I know you've been given a bunch of gyms, um, but just, uh, <laughs> one advice that, that we can, we can take with us. <laughs> I know like people believe many different things, um, but what was the major key for me is that God resides in Mm. me. And once I like really started to chew on that, a lot of the guilt and self-flagulation and playing small, it didn't really make sense. You know, Mm. do I still deal with it sometimes or have like little guilt or shame flare ups? Yes. But the major key for me, and this is what will impact your business, your outreach, your ministry, the way you show up, is saying, well, God lives in me. Like, God is a little old me, too. You know, so I deserve to be treated well. Mm. I deserve to feel well. I deserve to show up. I deserve to be well supported um, because the God in me definitely mm. does, you know, so that's my little gem, my little clothes. I appreciate that. And I see the God in you. As Indy Irie said, I see the God in you. 
<laughs> Thank you so much uh, for spending this time here for this soul segment. Uh, I really feel so deeply inspired by the information that you shared. Uh, can you repeat your contact information and how the listeners can contact and support you? Sure. So I'm on IG, most active. I do shoot out to the Facebook and the Twitter <laughs> lands and everything but it is laquasha l-a-q-u-e-s-h-i-a underscore jeffries j-e-f-f-r-i-e-s laquasha underscore jeffries there i'm laquasha on clubhouse hey Um, (laughs) yeah so but um if you can get to my link tree on um ig you'll find all the other places that i am sounds good thank you so much loquacia for spending this moment with me thank you so much sis i've been enjoying our times talking and i know we can talk 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 we sure could. <laughs> but i'm gonna give you back your day and to all the listeners um this is a woman doing powerful work deeply motivated deeply connected and do not hesitate to reach out to her for you know any access to uh to see what she has going on what she's doing because i really think that the vision that she's bringing forward is really going to be very helpful to so many people in 2021 you know you getting that third and fourth download you feel me (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much thank you thank you and listen to you and your podcast and all the projects you're working on you're a beautiful person so much okay we'll see you next time all right bye what a magical moment of that sister love time uh with our girl uh laquasia because she definitely came in and brought so many resources into the space uh the takeaway for me is that number one even if you're afraid to do something do it and also speaking to laquasia's point where they were talking about We have to find places to fill ourselves up. And you heard her. She repeated it uh, more than one time, whether that is therapy, whether that is a group of people, whether that is just your me time with yourself. I know that accessibility uh, differs between people financially. So sometimes, you know, you may have access to be able to afford something or you might just have to utilize the research the research, the resources, uh, and the research, there you go, research and resources around you, but to fill yourself up. And I love to say you you want your, your cup to, to runneth over because when you fill your cup all the way up and it's running over, that overflow is things that you can give to others without needing anything in return. You can just give it freely. There's no expectations because you're filling yourself up. But when you put yourself, or I wouldn't even say you, when, well, actually, no, let's empower you. When you put yourself in a positions where you are filling someone else's cup and then they are depleted and they don't want to just, you know, fill you up. They're going to run off and just come and siphon off your energy. Um, that is really putting you in a position where you're giving things, but you, you need something in return. So just, you know, fill your cup up first, you know, have people pour into you or have uh, appropriate boundaries and things that fill into you because self-care is the most important thing. 
I say this to my Reiki practitioners that I train, you know, the more that you learn about how to um, work with other people's energy, be in this healing space, the more you realize that at the center of attention, 100% is your healing journey and your healing path. You have to show up every day and continue to heal yourself and continue to do the work in healing yourself. And, you know, self-care is, uh, as Angela Davis would say, a revolutionary act radical self-care at that to know that as much as you are pushing forward towards anything you want you are a thousand percent required to show up each and every day and take care of yourself first and if you feel like there's not enough time for you that means you're gonna have to let some things go so that you can shine first and let me tell you when you do well you are blessed abundantly and the universe just pours 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 into you well, I really enjoyed this time. Cannot wait until our next line. <laughs> Can't wait until the next guest that we have uh, next week. Again, the podcast drops on Mondays at 9 a.m. Uh, thanks for spending some time. Had a great time. Ahala. What's up, everyone? And fair well i hope you enjoyed the podcast and remember you can get this podcast everywhere you go to get your inspo spotify apple podcast google podcast and pretty much everywhere <laughs> if you're really feeling it screenshot the podcast put it on your social media and i'll holla see you next week <laughs>